You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpel965.com. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. The Supreme Court ruled this week that you have to take race into account when redistricting for congressional offices. But wait a minute. The Voting Rights Act bans gerrymandering based on race, and the Supreme Court just gave that practice the green light? Okay, so as Clarence Thomas put it in his 50-page dissent, now what keeps state legislators from grouping minority voters into gerrymandered districts to dilute minority voting power? You know, the bottom line here is the Voting Rights Act should only ensure your ability to get the ballot and cast it, not to guarantee the skin color of who you vote for. Justice Roberts once said that the only way to stop racial discrimination is to stop discriminating on the basis of race. Too bad he doesn't remember what he said. Return each weeknight with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr from 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. Shell could be pivoting on cutting oil output. Reuters citing sources is reporting the oil giant will scrap its annual oil output cut after already reaching that targeted reduction. The move said to be part of the CEO's efforts to regain investor confidence as the company grapples with poor returns from renewables. A lab-grown meat producer has rustled up millions in funding. Uncommon said today it raised 30 million from investors including OpenAI chief executive Sam Altman. And some analysts are predicting the Bud Light controversy is helping a main rival, Molson Coors, which is seeing its stock price climb to a nearly five-year high, up 28% since the end of March. Bud Light maker Anheuser-Busch has slumped 18% during that same period. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Lillian Wu, invested in you. Jesse Kelly here. I'm not a financial expert, but I do look for solid investment opportunities for investment growth and protection against loss. I do know that putting all your eggs in one basket is not a good financial plan. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver with Fox for Gold is as easy as one, two, three. Or you can buy precious metals and keep them in your safe. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-GOLD. The show that's not immune to the facts, Dan Bongino. We are your home for the Dan Bongino Show, News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Robridge, Lafayette, a Town Square Media station. Dino's Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions. Two locations, Bertrand and Kali Saloon. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media.
Thank you, Lord. Welcome, Moon Show. I'm still laughing as we rock and roll on Open, open Forum Friday. What, nine guests? Yeah. Eight, nine, something like that. Randy's a laugh when you do the Open Forum Friday, and, and I would sit there and take a few phone calls, and now Open Forum Friday seems to be the best day to get guests on because that's what we do. <laughs> Actually, five representatives, their senators would not come, by the way. And uh, we've got Tim Metcalf is supposed to slide in here. And I, I don't know if Tim's coming or he's sending somebody. And then you got Gary Forster coming on, who used to be a representative who's fallen out at what happened yesterday in the session. And this is what happens when you got lack of leadership. But I'm going to bring in some people today that are representative that watch the process. They've been watching it for years that are really, really, really upset about a lot of things that have gone on. We're going to start with my own representative. And Brandon, I've already told her name is Julie Emerson, and I already told I already told Julie one thing. I said, if I get all these mail-ins this time, I'm not voting for. Never, <laughs> never, never gonna let me live that down, even though they weren't my mailers. But it's okay. No, it was funny. I, I really would call Justin Julie three more today. That is it. I'm not voting for you. And Julie <laughs> said, Moon. How many of them say paid for by the your campaign? None, none, none of them. And so I had to give it a little bit. I didn't want to. I thought I had it. But anyway, it's good to see you again. I appreciate it. Hey, Julie, I know uh, there are rough sessions, and then there's rough sessions. But with all this money, I mean, uh, I-, I heard what went down the last 30 minutes, the unfairness of it by the Speaker of the House. I should be blunt. He ought to be removed, in my opinion. Not yours, mine. And uh, he ought to be removed immediately. But uh, let's talk about the closing of the session and what went down. And by the way, does anybody know what they voted for? Really? I mean, they probably knew they had a project, but is it, so explain what happened. Not totally yet. I don't think anybody really knows what's in it except for maybe the, the conferees on the conference committee report. But, Moon, look, you know me, and, I mean, some, sometimes it's to my detriment. I, I try to be an agreeable individual and work in good faith with a lot of my colleagues there, but in my eight years there, I don't think I've ever been through anything like that. It was mismanaged. It was poor leadership. And look, I, I, Speaker Sheck Snyder and I have had many conversations. I was in his office a few times throughout this process. I don't have any personal issues with him. He was my chairman for four years in my first term. I don't dislike the guy. But that was not managed well. It just wasn't. And there's really no, there's no way to get around it. And I'm sure if he were to come on here, he would tell oh, he you. Won't. I know, but <laughs> he, he, I love him. It, he, I'd give him two hours. He, look, he and, and and other leaders there would tell you that me and some of my colleagues who were trying to have a fiscally responsible budget caused chaos from the beginning. But at the end of the day, like, and, and I'm going to talk about a couple of the things that that I do know are in the budget as far as the debt payments go, and and I and I absolutely commend uh, Brad Guyman, Larry Freeman, Raymond Cruz. My own seatmate, Philip DeVilliers, who went there and really fought for it in the end. And look, I'll give some credit to Chairman Zerang. I mean, he kept that in there, and he kept his word on that. So that is a very positive thing that's in there, but I don't think that would be in there at all unless Brett Guyman started sounding the alarm about halfway through session of, guys, we have to be responsible with this. And look, I told the speaker when I went into his office, I said, Clay, I think everybody knows this money is going to have to go somewhere, okay? So if you want members, especially conservatives, to exceed the expenditure limit, then let's talk about where it's going to go. If you can tell us exactly how much we're going to exceed it by and exactly where that money is going to go, then we can have a conversation. But that's why so many of us could not vote for SCR 3 because it's like they wanted us to give a blank check and then tell us where they spent it. 
it, it, and I couldn't I'm do use that. The term because I've heard it coined when uh, Nancy Pelosi was talking about the health bill. We got to pass it to see what's in it. Don't you think that's pretty much what went down? Well, I mean, I mean, think about you. It, I'm, I'm, going, I'm using your own words. It, it, that seemed like I, to me when it went down. Again, I'm I'm trying to be nice and show well, a little nice, bit I of deference. I know I'm not. <laughs> You'd be real. I'm, nice. I'm, I'm probably I'm probably the meanest I've ever been on the radio, but. I'm, I'm trying to show. I'm you trying to show. Mean, you would be oh, mean if Brandon slap you. But Look, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to show. It's a good thing I didn't come on last night because I was real fired up and hot. But look, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be show a little bit of deference in that, that we did go down a couple of times, like probably three days ago, and talk about some things that were in the budget. But I mean, look, I just want to contrast it with this last term when we were going through all the budget cuts, all the deficits. We would probably go down and meet in our delegation meetings down in the, we have like these basement conference rooms. We can go down and kind of hash it out and, you know, fight with each other before we we go on the floor and vote. And we would go down there six or seven times in a day. And so, you know, I was telling Bernie this morning, I know it always seems like the end of session is very chaotic. We always take it down to the wire. But the seven years prior to me of, of my legislative service, at least I basically knew what was in the budget and what was going on because we had meetings, much more so in my first four terms than, than these, these last four. But we would go down there and we would discuss it. I would know what direction it was going in. Unfortunately, you know, again, we talked about it three days ago and kind of some things we wanted to see in there. But for the most part, we, we, didn't, know, we didn't know what was there. No, I, I still don't think you know what's there. <laughs> I don't think uh, you're going to know what that's for weeks and months. And that's what's sad. You had, they had more money than God allows. And most of this money is federal. We got a $51 billion budget. When Edwards came in, it was 27. I, look, I, I, listened, I listened to the governor's press conference. And, I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't. I don't take up much real estate in his head at all. I'm sure he doesn't think about me very much. But there's certainly no love lost there. And... You know, like he talked about, he kind of with a smirk talked about the 19 and, and and losing and winning and all this kind of stuff. And I get it as politics and everybody loves to win and lose. But at the end of the day, when we're talking about the budget and the people of Louisiana and how these tax dollars are spent, it should not be about winning and losing in that building inside the rails. I but mean, frankly, frankly, seriously, I know that, you know, when they write the the times pick or whatever the winners and losers of of the session whenever that comes out i'm sure the 19 are going to be the losers of the session or or whatever they want to make it out to be but i'm telling you again we wouldn't have even i I think the final number for the debt payment was around 700 million or something like that which basically only leaves about 150 million for lasers and i know there's a whole bunch of acronyms but it's it's a good thing because it frees up money and for the next few years in the budget, it saves us a bunch of money on these debt, on these interest payments. Um, it just it, it allows us to put money towards some of the recurring expenses that maybe did exceed the expenditure limit. So I think that's a positive thing. But I, I truly believe that wouldn't be in there unless Brett Guyman started talking about it when he did. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's. I'm on, I'm on, I'm so you want you want to call them losers, but well, no, no, Brett's no. a winner it, it, in that situation it, it, because it, it, he got a lot of what he wanted. I think that uh, you know it reminds me of Jesus and Barabbas. Everybody wanted Barabbas. He was a murderer and a thug. Jesus was the way to kill, shine a light. So not being in the majority doesn't mean you you're not the right one. Let me let me quote. Uh, uh, this is uh, Larry Freeman. 
just get your comments on me because this is some of the stuff that started coming back. My phone was blowing up yesterday. I don't know why. I'm not in the legislature. Okay, I was fishing on Henderson. <laughs> I would tell you where I was. Today, this is Larry Freeman, Mark, the end of the 23rd regular session. To say this day was an embarrassment for our state is an understatement. Speaker of the House and the leaders waited until 535, 25 minutes before the deadline to release the conference amendment to the budget, capital outlay, and supplemental spending bills. The Speaker violated House rules, which require 48 hours to review the budget amendments before we voted on them. He, folk, he, uh, he forced us to vote on these amendments within minutes of the release. The Speaker refused to allow, and by the way, I got stuff on that, and you were there, you saw the hollering and people in the background begging him to let him talk, and he just ignored the hell out of them. And he said he made a mockery of the legislative process and, and looked more like a dictatorship than a democracy. And just your thoughts on that, because you were there. I wasn't there. I'm, I'm get, I got film of it. I got, I got stuff I could play. But you were there, and 25 minutes, y'all don't know what's in the bill. Now, you didn't vote for it, so it doesn't matter. And I'm, by the way, thank you. I'm proud of the night. We ought to be so proud of the 19 and lift them up and make sure they reelected or if they're going to the Senate to elect. I'm telling you face-to-face, thank you. And I did this yesterday. Uh, Y'all were really the heroes. What you think you lost and what Edwards and some of these guys are bragging about, that don't mean they won. The state lost for sure. This is comment on Freeman yesterday and how how the the speaker. Look, I'm not saying be ugly to the speaker. Leave that to me. (laughs) <laughs> no, look, I, I'm saying, be honest about the process. Was Freeman right? It's, look, it's, it's not in my nature to want to be ugly about it. I don't want it, you to be ugly. Look, I want you to be look, honest. No, no, I, I am. I am. I mean, I, I think I think you... Is Freeman I off? I think you've seen me is more... Is Freeman off? I think you've seen me a little more animated today than you've ever seen me before. Yeah, that ain't much, but, but go ahead. I, oh, hush, hush, hush. I just watch look, bread and eat look, pizza look, from Dito's, but go no, ahead. No, look, I, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be personally ugly to anybody, but I will absolutely say was this. Freeman it was Freeman off the record? It, it, it was... It was very similar to what he described, and it was very frustrating to be in that building and to watch. And look, I'm sure if you if you talk to the other side, they'd say we had to get this through, or we were going to be in a special session, and nobody wanted that, and nobody wanted us to waste taxpayer dollars in a special session. Next stop, yada right. yada yada. Okay. But <laughs> the frustrating thing to me was at the end they started manipulating the process by having a member go up there, see the house rules are that you can't call the question until a member goes up to the floor to speak against the bill. So they had a member go up and literally say, I object to this bill, and then another member go up and call the question. That's the only two people the speaker would recognize. And then the member who said he objected to the bill voted for the bill. So obviously, he didn't object to the bill. Yeah. So that's, to me, that is just a, a total manipulation of the process. It shouldn't have gone down that way. I'm I'm sorry it did. I mean, I know there there was so again. We started with chaos. We end with chaos, you know. Yeah. And it's just it's an amazing Le- book. Let in, me just say this: amazing book into four yeah, years. Yeah, uh, leadership matters. And that's your problem. Let me take a break. I want Julie just stay a few more minutes. And Julie, I appreciate you spending a little time. And I know Julie, and I know she's frustrated. Like I said, I see it in her face. But starting Brett Diamonds too. Brett was really upset the way the senators go behind y'all back and send people at y'all, against y'all, in your own communities. So you make sure you pass every stinking penny. We got to take a break. We'll talk we'll be about back. some punishments in a little bit. Yeah, we'll, all right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back.
Do you remember recess? Our children may not, because our kids are busy learning how to take a standardized test. One size fits all. That's what teachers must teach, the LEAP test. So it's hard to get kids onto the playground to learn citizenship, responsibility, and character. These things can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief. Experts know kids do better when you let them be kids, but our experts don't. They make teachers teach a test. Meanwhile, we're 2,500 teachers short because we don't pay them or let them do their jobs. So pay them, let them do their jobs. While we're at it, let's provide farm fresh food to kids at school. Our farms have an abundance. Our kids need the nutrition and our schools already make meals. My name is Hunter Lundy. I paid for this ad because I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian, a conservative, and an independent. Exercise, life skills, teachers who teach, and farm fresh food. Why not? Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill, and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. Y'all listen. Oh. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Moons Fawn Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. Who I got up next? Raymond Cruz. We're looking forward to seeing oh, Raymond. Sure All right, Julie, I want to play something. <laughs> you mentioned about Shake Snot, and you go meet, and you try to do meeting. He claims if y'all didn't know what was in the bill, y'all would have, y'all had the problem. I want you to listen to Clay Shake Snot at a press conference. Give it a second. It's okay. loading up. Here we okay. go. You want me to sing? Please. The blame for how things went down in the final minutes was placed on the speaker. If they didn't know what was in those bills, shame on them for not being able to show up to committee and be able to look at those bills. When it came to the amendments, they said they didn't have time to look at any of those. Yeah, they were posted. All right, darn right, now, Julie, now, Julie, this is the speaker of the house. Now, I'm calling him a damn liar. You ain't got to. But what he said was, y'all knew, y'all knew, y'all had time to read it. I mean, he, he said that. Did you really? You didn't have time to read the bill, did you? I just be honest on your you know, perspective. You know, Moon, we I didn't ask we you that, have, Julie. We have I want to know if you had time to read the bill. Oh, we did not. I, I'm gonna. All, but I'm, I'm gonna. Business. I'm gonna. I understand, but I, I, I want to make this point. Okay. We have a super majority Republican legislature. I realize we have to work with the Democrat governor. I understand that, but we have a super majority Republican legislature, and the fact that the people that they're trying to make look bad and punish the most are the conservative members of that chamber. When we or have the, a super, the good guys. super majority Republican legislature, that, that's not, 
that's not okay. And I, and I get it. We're sometimes viewed as the enemy and the contrarians. But again, we wouldn't have that debt payment. We wouldn't have fiscal responsibility in this budget whatsoever if it wasn't for some of the actions that Brett Guyman took. And look, I, I told you earlier, we had some meetings, nowhere near as many as I've had in my first four years, but we had some meetings downstairs in the days leading up, especially before the vote on SCR3, where they tried to tell us what they wanted to be in the budget. And obviously, yes, we had the budget. It, it obviously went through the House. Most of us voted on that. The conservatives voted on that budget because it was a conservative budget that didn't exceed the expenditure limit. And then it goes over the Senate. It changes. It comes back. But I think the thing that they're not being upfront about is conference committee reports can totally change the bill. It may have been what About they said. It, it may have been what they what they said it was going to be a couple of days before. Yeah. But how are we supposed to know that when we literally get the conference committee report about 60 seconds before we're supposed to make a decision on voting on the bill? Yeah, that's what he was saying. They had, what, five amendments in, the last, in the, <laughs> amendments in the last 20 minutes. And then it, that's what I'm saying. But for the speaker to come out and say they knew, they read it. I mean, it's an outright lie, in my opinion. You don't have to call him that. I mean, it's... Uh, it's, it's a shame because I think your frustration, and I know what it is, they're now going with the help of the media, the help of the senators, and the help of these wannabe conservatives that are just Republicans' name on. They're beating up on y'all. It's like y'all made a mistake. They got, listen, they got, let's be blunt, they got almost every dang thing they wanted. They probably got 90 to 95% of everything they wanted, and they are causing y'all the problem. This is, this is a screwed-up society if we're going to let people who got everything they wanted, blame the other people because they could have got a little bit more. Well, and look, it's frustrating when you talk about, oh, winning and losing and all this kind of stuff inside the rails. And then whenever we start talking about punishments, I mean, come on. Look, Moon, if somebody somebody is a liar or bad at their job or whatever and you want to remove them, okay, understandable. But punishments because you have – a belief system and a frustration about how things are going and you vote your conscience. And look, I mean, I didn't do that lightly. I talked to a whole bunch of people before I did that. And I said, here are my problems. Please tell me where I'm wrong. How many answers did you ever get? How many? Oh, from I'm, I'm talking about people in my I know district. That, but from, from, different. From, from Clay and the leaders. How many answers did you ever get? Well, I mean, the only the only you time I, the only no, but the only time I like I told you, I sat down in his office and I said, "This this is the only way I consider I could consider voting for this for SCR three for exceeding the expenditure limit at all. If you could tell me all the places it's going and then it's one time money, and then we can talk." But I knew that they weren't going to be able to do that. And and look, again, I'm not. I'm not convinced that the budget is the worst thing ever. It may or may not be. I'm I'm still not completely sure of everything, but I I do think. Um, look, I I'm proud I'm proud of the the almost paying off of the debt payment on lasers. I really believe that's going to help us a lot in the long run. So I'll give credit where credit's due on that. But you can't again. You can't ask us to give a blank check before you tell us where it's going. Yeah. I, I, listen, I'm going to say it again, Judy, because you're getting ready to go. I'm proud of the 19. I think the 19 are the real conservatives. I think the 19 are the people that love the state that are trying to do what's right. Everybody else, forget about it, in my opinion. Anyway, thank you so much. Thank God you. bless. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, Raymond Cruz next. Hey, I'm just getting it straight from the 19 that really did the right thing.
Folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. Crime is out of control. Louisiana's education system failing our kids and our economy, one of the worst. We need a new direction. We need Jeff Landry as governor, a former police officer, Army National Guardsman, Sheriff's Deputy, and our Louisiana Attorney General. Jeff Landry has a proven record of fighting crime. A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms, endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana. Our next governor, Jeff Landry. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. Get the shield. Yeah. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us, Brandon. Get that piece for the clay ready for me again. I'm going to play it for all of them. Anyway, welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management. Hotline. We're honored by, to have one of the top, one of the 19 with guts and glory and don't mind fighting for what's right. He's Representative Raymond Cruz. Hey, Raymond, first of all, thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the good fight. I really, am, I really, really love what uh, you and the 19 did. I'm sorry that y'all were in the foxhole. And all the Republicans ran out and came against you, like I predicted they do. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, let me let me do well, it. Thank first. you for fighting for us and getting this news out there, man. Yeah, and, and the thing about it is, one of the things I want you to talk about. I want to play with Clay Shakes now. I said I only have about ten minutes with you, but first thing I'm gonna let you talk and say what you thought about the end of the session yesterday. Give us your opinion about what went down. And the, the second question is, they look like to me they're gonna try to punish the 19. And the people back home, if they don't get it, they'll believe what the people in Baton Rouge and the media say. You bet. You know, uh, they made a mockery of the whole process yesterday. It was very embarrassing to even be within that chamber at that time. I've never been more embarrassed for the people of Louisiana than what, what now. I'm hoping, I'm praying that my senator, Robert Mills, is taking care and took care of what went into those bills and came out of the bills. Because like you said, I have no idea what's in there yet. It's going to take hours and days to figure out what's in and what's not. So 
I, I'm praying he kept in there what was in there for Bozier City, but I don't have a lot of hope. Well, no, I, I, I know you don't because there have been a lot of senators caught. You know, they put a lot of pressure. The senators and Edwards and the gang, they put a lot of pressure on everybody to dog y'all out, to get mad at y'all Absolutely. about projects. And it's them. They the Absolutely. ones did it. No doubt. You know, and it, uh, I don't think we've laid enough into the Senate president because he was the orchestrator of a lot of this. And we're talking a lot about the speaker. And you, if you listen to the end of it, he was under a lot of time pressure. You could hear him make a lot of mistakes. He wasn't paying attention to the uh, lockouts. He even there was one recorded on the screen where we had the votes to have sure. a lockout. And sure. he said it was not obvious. Uh, amendments weren't explained. He was rushed and confused. And the pro tem was basically holding his hand, telling him what to do. I mean, it was just a, a mockery, the whole system. Oh, I'm not letting the Senate president off the hook. Page, blank page, Cortez. Look, I, I, this is me talking. I think Clay Schrader is just 100% ignorant. But this dude right here, but, blank page, Cortez, is 100% controlled with Bill Edwards. They are leftists. That's who they are. And they and then they just they run Clay crazy because he just don't know how to he don't even know how to defend himself. He but he just goes along with them, and that's that's my problem with that cat. Let me ask another question. Oh, man, let me do something. Let me play what I played for. Uh, let me. Okay. Let me. I was looking at. Oh, something Julie gave you a great interview, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But let, very me, let me do this. Lady. Let me play something for you, Brandon, if we can again. This is Clay Shakespeare with the media talking about, and I want you to respond to the to this about how y'all had time to read everything and read all the minutes. I want you to listen. Here he is. The blame for how things went down in the final minutes was placed on the speaker. If they didn't know what was in those bills, shame on them for not being able to show up to committee and be able to look at those bills. But when it came to the amendments, they said they didn't have time to look at any of those. Yeah, they were posted. All right. Uh, go ahead. Mr. Cruz, go ahead and help yourself with that one. Yeah, there were 71 pages of conference committee amendments, and he acts like we were in there. We were not in there. There were six people that were orchestrating that. Sure, they had input from somebody, but I guarantee it wasn't from any of the 19 or probably any most of the conservative Republicans in the House. And nobody knew what was in there. And like I mentioned last night, those amendments referenced other amendments. So you had to have the 170, 47 pages of Senate uh, uh, committee amendments to look at to reference and then back to the bills that were another couple hundred pages so the whole thing was ridiculous there's no way to decipher it particularly in the, the five minutes given from the first release of the conference five committee to five, the uh, first vote five minutes you got it's five ridiculous. minutes and you just five minutes and they, they look louisiana last and damn proud of it but when you got no leadership or bad leadership you see what's happening, Raymond. I mean, this is, how can you have five minutes? They send it over. It's okay. Read it. Hurry and vote on it. And that's pretty much and what you know, went there's down. A house, there's a house rule that says there's supposed to be 48 hours. 48 hours. And he suspended that rule and said no objections like that where nobody had a chance. My uh, seatmate, Alan Seaball, stood right up. And you can hear him on the video trying to get the Senate, uh, the uh, president's, or I'm sorry, the speaker's attention and he just read, didn't recognize him. And that happened over and over where he was not recognizing people because he wanted to rush this thing through. There was no doubt. He wanted to jam through. And they will always wait till the last second. I told people, y'all were off over 20 days. I mean, when I say off, you didn't, you didn't have to go to the Capitol for somewhere between 20 and 23 days, the Senate and the House. Didn't have to go. They said, well, we're taking off Thursday, taking off Friday, taking off weekend. And then all of a sudden at the end, we got to rush everything at the end. That makes no sense. Well, the timing, you know, it's the same way every year. They know how the timing works. They know it's 60 days this year and 90 the next. 
they know how to get that thing through, and yet they were, I'm going to say they were negligent. They were negligent in doing what Louisiana citizens require. Yeah, uh, Raymond Cruz, my special guest, one of the great, great, great 19. Uh, Brandon, do you have that piece with the governor? Yeah, with well, the way he makes the comment. Yeah, yeah. Can you, can you pull that up real quick? Mm, yeah. Tell me when you're ready before. Raymond, so would you, I know the process was bad, but them not allowing y'all to read anything, how can people vote for something they didn't get to read? Well, that's that's nothing but a challenge. You're going on a wing and a prayer there, and I just couldn't do it. I'm like, I don't They probably cut my projects. I don't know. I would hope they were above that, but uh, I, I couldn't count on that. I'm not going to vote for something and then explain to the people, Oh, yeah, well, I was just hoping they were faithful to me because I've seen repeatedly that that's just not the case in this area. Yeah, and what they do, here's what I do. I want everybody to know this. So they take the 19, they take away the projects, and then the good old boy network, whoever's running against those people, Dodie Horton, Blake Miguez, you, whatever, they, they run people against, oh, they voted against these projects, and they go out there and they drum up support to beat somebody who's doing the right thing. Y'all did the right thing, Raymond. I did the right thing. Well, I got to tell you what, I'm going to be wearing my 36 pens for the next four years to remind people how this is all going to go down. And when they come to no. me saying, oh, look at this, we got to raise taxes and cut higher ed and health care, I'm going to look at this. This is how we could have stopped it and you ignored it. No, what you need to do is do what they did. Take a 36, run a line through it, and put 19, 19 strong. That's what you need to do. <laughs> Let me play this real quick for you, Raymond. This is the governor. Now, I've always said he laughed at Republicans. Okay, but he's really wrong on everything he's going to say. The problem with the Republicans that he's been laughing at are all the other ones that do what he wants them to do. Listen to the governor. You ought to see the smirk. You ought to see the smirk on this woke governor's face. Unbelievable. Here we go. So there's a, a distinction you're making between the social conservatives and the fiscal conservatives. They're the same. They're the same. They're the same. They're the same people. There's only 19 of them down there, Tyler. The go- That's good. So the governor is saying <laughs> there's 19 conservatives. I think the governor is finally right. You guys stood <laughs> up, ladies and guys, and look, he, he's laughing. But the, but the problem is that this governor, and, 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 and they had so much money, they were able to buy votes, then they stick the chest out like they're some kind of leaders. Well, I got to tell you what he intends as a insult was actually a great pride I take in a fish a fiscal and social conservative. Yeah. You couldn't get me better set up for a re-election. Thank you very much, Governor. Oh no, no, I think every nineteen ought to use it. I'm the fiscal and social conservative. Doty Hard. Governor said everybody. It. Governor said it. They got nineteen out of social conservative. I'm really. Uh, I go back to something you said before I let you go. I'm not just getting on shakes now. I think he's just absolutely mindless. But Cortez and Governor Edwards, they mastermind the whole thing. They are the problem. It's like one person. And you're right. The Senate, yeah. we didn't have anybody, not one stand up in the Senate, not one, but you got 27 Republicans. That's almost unbelievable. You know, someone reminded me we're like in a, a third grade play yard again. You know, you get your feelings hurt, so you take something away from the other guy. And that's what they did to us because they didn't agree with our views. From what I'm hearing, our projects were stripped from that. Now, I can't be sure of all of them, but that's what I'm hearing on cursory yeah, yeah. Re- reviews by some of the outside people. You, don't you like Louisiana? Do what's right, yeah. they'll punish you. Steal, mm-hmm. cheat on your wife, get drunk, and have a good time, they'll they'll praise you. Hey, Raymond, no hang doubt. in there, well, brother. I, I, you wanted to want, I'm telling you, you 19 are my heroes. They ought to be the heroes for the whole state. They're, y'all also examples well, 
or what Republicans look like if you want to change the state. And thank you. Well, hey, I appreciate it, man. And thanks for getting this story out there and keeping uh, keeping vigilant watch for the people. Danny McCormick up next. Thank you, brother. All right, we got to take a break. More to come to Moon Graffon. Telling it like it is. And we're the only ones with the truth, I believe. That makes me feel good, but I feel bad for these 19 because ignorance is all around. We'll take a break. Be right back. Louisiana's top law enforcement official, Jeff Landry, has failed us. Murder, rape, carjackings. Under Landry's watch, Louisiana is now the most dangerous state in America. Stephen Wagaspak has a plan to take Louisiana back from the criminals. It starts by supporting law enforcement and giving them the tools they need. Wagaspak will work with DAs and prosecutors, ensuring repeat offenders stay off our streets. Stephen Wagaspak for a safer Louisiana. Paid for by Reboot Louisiana Pack. Line One is a business telecom provider. Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills you can't understand, endless hold time to customer support, and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One, technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Again, that is line.one. When you think about how you'll spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could protect all most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases, achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years? Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Inexpensive pro... He's a damn liar. Yep, yep, yep. You bet. Next time I play that, do me a favor. We're going to play Shake Snot again. Have CB ready to go. All right, anyway, welcome back. Moongraphon Show, 844-766-6607. Legislative session ends, which most people don't follow. And the lies and the craziness that went down yesterday was unbelievable. My phone was blowing up. Representative Danny McCormick, who, by the way, was one of the guys trying to speak on the floor yesterday. And... Clay Shakespeare once again playing the games that they play down there wouldn't even allow him to speak. So, Danny, uh, first of all, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your vote. I uh, really mean that. I really appreciate the vote you made. You stood up. Uh, you should. You should. Uh, you should be proud of yourself that you didn't give in to which I, which I think is really a bad, bad uh, budget vote. Thanks, Moon. I appreciate it. When you, and you know, I will say this: the people of District One expect no less out of me. Uh, they elected me to go down there. You know, the last, the last thing most of them told me is don't change when you go to Baton Rouge. And I, I, want, I want them to know that I fought hard for them yesterday. I voted no every time I got a chance to vote no. 
I objected. I, I did everything, but actually physically removed the speaker from the from his chair yesterday. Which, uh, when you have a speaker that won't uh, recognize motions and and won't, I mean, it, it was a, it was the great. I call it the great heist, Boone. Yep. It was a great heist, and every legislature that voted uh, for for those bills were a part of that great heist in in my in my opinion it was a travesty to the republic it was a nancy pelosi you got to pass it before you read it and uh and, and the people of lose i didn't lose moon the people of louisiana yep. lost yesterday and and actually i won I, I wasn't on the winning side of the vote but i won you know uh you know our integrity us 19 that stood up our integrity is way more yep. important than than a, a few pennies they mo- may throw but our if direction. the 19 would have been 70, it would have been 98 Republicans between the House and the Senate. We all win. The state wins. Everybody wins. But you guys got thrown under the bus by your own party. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. Not the party, but a lot of the lawmakers, especially the leader of the Senate and the leader of the House. And, uh, and Danny, I know that's tough because you, you had senators, your own senators, calling back home, telling the Sheriff's Association, sheriffs and municipal, y'all better fuss it, Danny McCormick, tell him he ain't worth the crap and you ain't going to get your project. And if they cut those projects out, it's the senators who cut those projects out, not y'all. You bet, you bet. You know, I, I think some of those senators may suffer from the Stockholm Syndrome. Moon, I've never seen nothing in my, in my life. I don't know if you walk in that room, they, some of them get hypnotized or what, but... Uh, it, it's 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 travesty. I I don't know how to say it any more than that. It's a it's a a process that's not working. It's broken. It's uh, but 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 we are standing up. You know the difference is there. Nineteen stood. Well, this is David versus Goliath. Yep. The nineteenth, nineteen of us stood strong. Stand up to this monster. We fought back. And hey, I say we won. We went on the winning vote side, but we won. Uh, the people of Louisiana support what we did. They expect it. We just need to tell them we need more than 19 down there if we're going to make. Oh no, no, no! That's the problem. You got you got 19 of of 98 in the House and Senate. Not only 19, but every Republican that ran for election ran on the same thing you did, but they voted different. That, that, I, I want to play one and thing. That, and that, and that, Go ahead. Go ahead. And the scary part is the Speaker of the House wants to be in charge of our voting system here in Louisiana. He's, he yeah. has not shown any character through this whole – he come in with a in, in a a corrupt manner, and he's leaving out in a corrupt manner. Moon, I mean, I exactly. haven't sit here and, and, and bashed the Speaker for four years, but the people of Louisiana need to know that they if they put him in charge of the Secretary Woo! of State office – That would be horrible. The most most unhonorable man I've ever served under will be in charge of the voting system in Louisiana, and that will be a travesty. He That's w- what we need to concentrate on. Yeah, he would. People don't need to be elected back to office. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be speaker without being unhonorable, and he's not. And he's leaving. Wants to be Secretary of State. Let me play his comments about you nineteen. Because y'all were trying to ask questions and get stuff, and he wouldn't do it. He's claiming y'all didn't, y'all read them, y'all had plenty of time to read the bills. Now, the guy lies. Watch this whopper. The blame for how things went down in the final minutes was placed on the speaker. If they didn't know what was in those bills, shame on them for not being able to show up to committee and be able to look at those bills. When it came to the amendments, they said they didn't have time to look at any of those. Yeah, they were posted. He's a damn liar. Right, uh, CB thinks he's a damn lie. I know he is. What, what's your thoughts on that comment that he made? It's just a blatant lie, Moon. I mean, it's it's not a 
there's no political answer there. I mean, you know, you could be a the greatest speed. They, we won't know for weeks what's in there, the, the way they amended it and convoluted it. You, you know what I like? Know for weeks. Danny, I love for bogus Bo Boye or somebody like that. Come on in. He was on appropriations, uh, uh, ways and means, or Stuart Bishop, or one of them walking here and tell me Clay Shakes not a didn't lie. Because everybody I talk to knows he's lied when he said that. That's exactly right. In, in my mind, I don't know if it's a legal crime, but I think he committed a crime. He committed a crime. Clay Shake Schneider committed a crime against the people of Louisiana, and everybody that voted with him was complicit in that crime. They sat there. They didn't represent their people. They watched the crime take place, and, and, they, and they traded it for a few pennies, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know what they got. And the truth is they don't know what they got neither because nobody got to read the bill. They don't know if they got anything. Wouldn't you- they may have been promised something. You know, I nicknamed him a shyster and a shakedown. I guess he proved it again. I know. I mean, it, 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 it's just completely, utter, utterly shameful. You know, and, and we need to just keep calling it to the, to the people's attention. This is election year. You need to know how your state rep and state senator voted. And, and, and if they're not one of that 19, you need to know why they're not one of that 19. Because I guarantee you, that 19 represents uh, the people of Louisiana. You know, honesty, integrity. We We have a... We're going the opposite way of Louisiana, but we we do have 19 uh, calling them out and and fighting them every step of the way. So we do have a team pushing back hard against them, but, even though we may be small. But look we need how more members. Look how bad Edwards and Blank Page Cortez were in the Senate, and how many senators? Brett Island, uh, uh, people like Brett Island, them calling people, Robin Mills calling people calling municipalities to jump on the House members. That's not having you back. That's stabbing you in the back. No, I agree. That, that's exactly right. I mean, they're using the powers of the purse. I mean, we need to ask ourselves, what is our republic worth? I mean, you know, the, these mayors, you know, and here's, here's, an, here's an answer. Here's part of the answer to this question, too, Moon. We need to keep the local money local. Why do we want to send it to Baton Rouge and then try to elect a bunch of prostitutes to go down there and sell their souls to get that money back? Let's quit sending it to Baton Rouge. Let's start working on keeping local money local and, and, and keep that out of the, the state's hands. Yeah, I, I, I agree a thousand percent. It's just such a setback. But when you have no leadership in the governorship, woke. I'm talking about woke. And this is why, this is why I get mad at Republicans. Y'all in the foxhole with 98 Republicans. And when you look up, you got 19 people still in the foxhole fighting the fight, okay? And and uh, the rest of those Republicans, okay, the rest of those Republicans are with the Democrats He's running towards lie. you. You having to fight the people that were in the foxhole with you. That's who you're fighting. You, you bet. You the know, Democrats, the we know what they're going to do, Danny, but you fighting your own people, and you're not fighting them. They're fighting you. You bet. I mean, we we met with the speaker. He told us, you know, you know how how much time he was going to get. Everything he has not. Moon, I don't know if I've caught the speaker telling the truth since I've been a state rep. I, I don't. I mean, I, I hate to say that. I mean, I hate to come on the air and say that, but people need to know what's down here. And if I don't tell the truth, Moon, they're not going to know. And he he has got a campaign coffers full of money to run for uh, Secretary of State. We have got to make sure that doesn't happen, Moon. Oh, no, no. If people are not going to be in here, if he becomes Secretary of State, kiss the state goodbye. It's the worst move. If people vote for him for one of two things, they don't know who he is or they stupid. And you got to decide which one you are. 
it's uh it's a shame. Yeah, but Danny, I know this. Y'all gotta hang in there. I hope the nineteen will all be reelected or elected to their new positions that's running. It's absolutely sick to have a speaker that lies like this cat does. Well, let me tell the people of Louisiana right now, I don't have any crawfish in me, so I won't be backing up. I'm in this fight. The people of District 1 come to me and, and message me and call me and text me constantly telling me how much they appreciate the fight I'm, I'm doing yep, for them, yep, yep. and I'm going to continue to do that, Moon. Well, I hope we got – I wish 19 could grow real quick with these weak Republicans. Like I said, John Stefanski, any of these guys want to come over here? All these people voted for the budget. Tell them to come on the program. I can't wait to discuss it with them. And let me and let them t- say what Clay Shates not have said. Oh, they could have read everything. Bunk. All right, got to go, Danny. God bless. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Y'all have a great one. We love y'all. Bye-bye. show that's not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, and here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. People plead not guilty. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what former President Trump tells Fox Digital. When he goes to court in Miami Tuesday to face a federal indictment, he calls a hoax. It's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. It's the second time he's been criminally charged since March. He's the only former president ever charged with a crime. Trump facing seven criminal charges over his handling of classified material after leaving the White House. Those charges include willful retention of national defense secrets under the Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, destruction of records, conspiracy, and making false statements. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson. Now, President Biden is also under special counsel investigation into classified documents found in his personal records dating back years. He also laughed off yesterday an allegation in an FBI document House Republicans viewed in their investigation that he may have been involved in bribery while he was vice president. Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, GOP Senator Ted Cruz told Fox after. How does he know that, that, that they're not going to find the money? Well, because DOJ is not looking. They don't want to know the money. It's the opposite of Watergate. Follow the money. DOJ's approach is hide from the money, run from the money. It is disgraceful. Now we've just learned President Biden will hold his first campaign event since announcing he's running for re-election. It'll be at a union rally in Philadelphia a week from tomorrow. Now the president just left for a trip to North Carolina, first going to Rocky Mount, then Fort Liberty, where he will sign an executive order. President Biden is hoping to provide more economic security for military and veteran spouses, caregivers, and survivors. They include developing a government-wide strategic plan on hiring and retention and increasing federal job postings. Fox's Ryan Schmelz, there's a new concern about the war in Ukraine. The U.S. says Iran is helping Russia build a drone factory east of Moscow. Those drones have been used like missiles and attacks. America's listening to Fox News. The internet can be an all-you-can-eat buffet for identity thieves. Ugh, so full. Too many maiden names. And social security numbers. Where'd you find those? By the password bar. Can't miss them. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you could miss by monitoring your credit and bank statements. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS. Go to LifeLock.com. Here 
at the Almond Joy factory where tropical vibes abound. We use soft, fresh taste in coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and Hey everyone, this is Joe Cunningham. You can check out my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, every weekday from 3 to 4 p.m. right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Dino's Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions. Two locations, Bertrand and Kali Saloon. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome, Moon Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll. Session's over and it's hell to be paid. And nobody knows even what happened. They don't. And that's what poor leadership does. Anyway, 844-766-6607 is the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. We're honored to have another of the 19. We've got Mr. Alan Seaball, Representative Alan Seaball, who needs to be the next senator in that district. Anyway, Alan, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm literally pulled over on the side of the road, so we could do this while I'm driving back to Shreveport this morning. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, I don't want you to hit nothing talking to me. But uh, all right, give no, me. I'm, I'm, I'm parked. Now, give me. I'm gonna let you start off without really a big question. Is to tell me what the hell happened at the end? Really, what's happened in the last four years? I mean, but it's it's it it was bad, man. Well, the, the bottom line is the last four years is a really sad episode for the state of Louisiana. Uh, John Bell Edwards is a disaster. Everybody knows that. But Clay Shakespeare is even a bigger disaster than John Bell Edwards. Uh, what happened yesterday was despicable. It was disrespectful to us. It was disrespectful to the people of Louisiana. That should never happen in a democracy and a representative republic. Um, that, that was, I mean, look, that, that was something you might see on, you know, the old Soviet Politburo where they're just trying to jam something through. We're standing up and making real objections. Uh, you know, there, we have the 48 hour rule, but we're supposed to have 48 hours to review the budget, the general appropriation bill before it comes up. They go to bring it up. I stand up to object. He just says no objection and doesn't recognize my objection. We were calling for lockouts on votes. We were we were trying to go to the floor to testify, to speak against the bills. They wouldn't let us. They wouldn't recognize anything. So, I mean, it was it was banana republic. What happened yesterday is the reason people tell jokes about politicians and why people call Louisiana a backwards banana republic, because we keep putting idiots like Clay Shakespeare and John Bell Edwards in positions of authority, and we keep expecting different results. 
And don't forget the Senate president, because the Senate president, Cortez, had a lot to do with this, too. A lot to do with it. You know, Clay, I mean, uh, let me, Alan, let me play what Clay Shakes not is actually told the media that you guys had a lot of times to read the bills and the amendments. I want you to listen to this if you hadn't heard it yet, and I want you to comment on this. And I will tell you, McCormick, McCormick said that was a big-time lie, but here it is. The blame for how things went down in the final minutes was placed on the speaker. If they didn't know what was in those bills, shame on them for not being able to show up to committee and be able to look at those bills. When it came to the amendments, they said they didn't have time to look at any of those. Yeah, they were posted. There you go, Alan. You tell me, the, the Clay, is he a liar or what? A hundred percent, hundred percent lie. They were posted at 535. The bill was brought up about five minutes later. And there's literally, you have to look at three different documents. You have the bill as it left the Senate, excuse me, as it, as it went to the Senate floor. You have all the Senate amendments, which are not re-engrossed, so they're not put together. And then separate from that, you have the conference committee report. So you literally have to look at three different documents, and they might all three have different language of what's on page 157. So you, you, you can't look at it in, in five minutes. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages. And that, that is a ball thing. But the fact of the matter is, I mean, Clay can't read anyway. So if they, it doesn't matter if they're online or not. Um, he didn't read it. And, you know, the, the whole thing was just a complete joke and a complete disaster. No, it, it was, but that because you had no leadership. You got a guy running that's around. The they got to say, hey, go right, go left, go back, take a right, take a left. I mean, that's what you got. And it's it's and look, we knew this when he got elected. He he, he walked across it as a fraud squad. And that's why the twenty three people that voted with him, twenty two people that voted with him. This is the mistake they made on their first vote four years ago. That's coming back to haunt us. And why all those people should be beat? You guys are the heroes. You're the nineteen. You stood up. You manned up. We did everything we could to block the busting of the spending cap. Once that bill failed, Clay and his little merry band of misfits. Stuart Bishop and, and all them, you know, they were going to run roughshod and push the bill through. Once they got the votes, we knew they were going to. Um, there really wasn't anything that we could do about it at that point. It was just a matter of how bad the route was going to be. Um, but what happened to the people of Louisiana this week in this legislative session is despicable. And every, I wish every voter who's looking to vote for somebody for Secretary of State could see Clay Shakespeare up there lying through his teeth. Um, it, 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 was, it was despicable, and I would like for everybody to see it because this guy can't run a garage. There's no reason he should be up there as a Speaker of the House and as Secretary of State. You want to invite Communist China to take over our elections? Put Clay Shakespeare in as Secretary of State. They'll take it over, and he won't even know it. It's no doubt about it, Alan. I, I, I appreciate you guys standing up. And it's a shame it went from 72 to 41 to just 19 people that were uh, able to stand up, the man up, a woman up. And, and mate, I want you to talk about something else, Alan, because I know this has happened because I've talked to enough of y'all. So now they're going to punish y'all, projects and things like that. And you got your own state senators all over the state. I know Brad Island was one of them, Mitt Robert Bills, all these people. Calling municipalities, telling them sheriffs and people like that, go get on all 19 of these people. Get on them. If we don't visit, if, if you don't get your money, it's because of them. And that's not true. It's because of the senators and the governor is why projects will be stripped and y'all will be punished. 
Well, that's a hundred percent true. But I got a you know, full disclosure. I didn't get any of those phone calls. Um, wow. You know, it, it's it, I, I I I didn't I didn't get any of those calls because, quite frankly, my senator Milligan is an honorable guy, and he's not going to stoop to that crap. So um, yeah, but you had you, know, you had other ones do it all over the place. Oh no, and it happened all across the state. I just didn't get any of those phone calls. Okay. So um, you know, it it, it it helps if your senator's a stand up guy. Um, but you know, a, a lot of a lot of them aren't. Um, but yeah, my colleagues got those phone calls, and you know, and and we can't figure out. You know, some some things got stripped, and some didn't. And I don't know if there's any rhyme or reason for for what happened to who and why. But to get the the night to get us down to 19 on SCR three, they held up bills in the Senate. They held up. Uh, uh, projects they threatened people they had people calling from back home i mean it was the full court press and the 19 that didn't buckle i i, I appreciate you for giving them attaboys because they they they're the ones who stood firm did what was right under threat of under duress under threat under everything else and that's that's really the core and the rock that we need to go forward and base a new legislature on as far as trying to turn Louisiana around because that was, um, you know, that, that, that was, it was a very difficult last couple of weeks. And, um, you know, the 19 stood strong and I'm very, very, very proud to be one of them. And I love every one of those guys and girls that we went through a lot and that, and that's a pretty solid core group that we have. Actually, I think the 19, the other, it, you remember you got 98 total Republicans in the house and the Senate. Okay, you had 19, yeah. so 79 of them, they are, those 79 that voted for all this craziness and against what y'all were doing, which was the right thing that y'all were doing, uh, they all ran their elections just like y'all did. Oh, let's tax it, let's government, send me down there, man, I'll, I'll take a stand. And they didn't. They absolutely went against it. And the Senate was a disaster overall. That was just total leadership disaster. What, what Shake Snyder just, what you just heard him say, oh, they read the men, he just lied. He just outright lied to the people of the state of Louisiana. He don't care. He's going to be out there tomorrow today saying, I want to be Secretary of State. So we got a liar and a guy that buys votes, because let's be blunt, and a lot of vote buying going, vote, vote buying going on. 100%, yes. And, and that's, that's not somebody that needs to be in elected office or certainly not in a leadership position. Um, it, it, there, there's... Now, anyway, I don't know what else to say. I mean, Clay Shake Snyder is a disaster. And what the last four years have been a disaster, it's been lie after lie. Give you a good example. We had a bunch of us went to dinner last night. And a freshman representative just looked up and wasn't part of the conversation, just out of the blue. He goes, you know, I've been here four years. I don't think Clay Shake Snyder has ever told me the truth. <laughs> and there was another, another guy stepped up and said, you know, now that you think about it, I, every time I've gone to his office, he's lied to me. I don't think he has ever told me the truth. And he came to a Republican delegation meeting a couple of days ago, which is rare. He usually didn't come. But, and he stood up in front of the whole Republican delegation and lied to us. And, and that's happened over and over and over again. You know, it's, it's a shame. Let me ask a couple of questions to let you go. Uh, it looks like uh, that woke governor we got, and by the way, his policy on LGBTQRCBR, whatever it is, is the same policy as Joe Biden. It's exactly the same. Exactly the same. Now says he's going to veto all the bills that was passed. Do we have the guts and leadership to go back and do a, a veto session is going to be the question. Because, I mean, remember, I, I remember think, before you answered, I want you to remember this. 
it's it's Republicans we're talking about. <laughs> you can't trust enough of them. So I'm just asking you, do we have it? The House is not going to cancel the veto override session. It's always the Senate that does it. Gabe Furman's bill might be enough. They got enough pressure on that bill when Fred Mills did his little shenanigans. Um, they, they might be afraid to not come back on that one, but especially those that are running for re-election. But I don't know. The Senate does its own thing, and and you know we'll we'll have to see. But it's um, you know I, I I don't know. It's really going to be up to the Senate if they can get the senators to send in those those uh, forms to cancel it. Then then we won't, and everybody just needs to let their senators have it because it's it it needs to be done. We don't know what he's going to veto out of the budget. He might veto the whole budget. Yeah. Uh, I heard he was really angry about the $100 million cut from LDH, which I think should have been much bigger. Uh, he was angry about the way they did the teacher pay raise. I actually agree with him about that. Um, but I don't know what else is in the bill. I'm sure there's other things well, in there. How can, that I can, I, how can you not know what's in the bill? Y'all just finished 60 days. Well, the, we had the bill for five minutes before we had to vote <laughs> on it. Well, I, look, I, I, you know, you know that was just a, a question I knew you better handle. But I mean, sixty days, uh, and you go down to the last five minutes when you get the bill, and it's hundreds of pages. I mean, come on, man, this is this is such yeah, a game in Louisiana. Again, we have a rule that says the general appropriation bill cannot be voted on until forty-eight hours after we receive the conference committee report. And he goes to bring it up, and I stand up to object. And he just pretends I'm not there. I mean, that again, that's what happens in the Politburo. And, and you know, I guess I'm showing my age. Young folks might not know what the Politburo is. But that's the kind of stuff that happens in, you know, under a communist totalitarian system. Yeah. That's not what we're supposed to have in Louisiana. Yeah, and, and, and thank God he, this group is done. Yeah. And we're going to come back with a, with a new... Uh, Speaker of the House, and by the way, uh, 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 your first guest this morning, I, I think, is somebody that we should all call and put in the running to be the next Speaker of the House. Right. I think the state needs Julie Emerson. I think she would be absolutely awesome, and she's somebody who could bring everybody together. And uh, we, we need somebody like Julie Emerson as the next Speaker of the House to help us heal and get past some of this this crap that we've had to put up with for the last four yeah, don't, years. Don't, don't forget the Senate president. He just walked out and said to you, 39, blank page, you do what I say. And they say, yes, I'm master. Got to go, Alan. God bless and thank you for your work. Appreciate you. Bye. All right, we'll be back. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit their website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. As Louisiana's top law enforcement official, Jeff Landry has failed us. Murder, rape, carjackings. Under Landry's watch, Louisiana is now the most dangerous state in America. Stephen Wagaspak has a plan to take Louisiana back from the criminals. It starts by supporting law enforcement and giving them the tools they need. Wagaspak will work with DAs and prosecutors, ensuring repeat offenders stay off our streets. Stephen Wagaspak for a safer Louisiana. Paid for by Reboot Louisiana. We all use technology to make our lives simpler, but you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated or you're near the end of a contract with your internet and phone service provider, 
Time to contact Line One about their hosted phone service. They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line One has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line One app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line One system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at Line.One. Line.One. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. The Terrio Consult. Oh. Microfon Show, 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Uh, Representative Blake Miguez is going to join us coming out at 1030 break. We got Tim Metcalf's in the house with our friends at Dino's Pizza and Praise John's. He's he's on the, uh, the DL right now, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. He's, no, no, he's on a DL, but he's right. like he's like Kurt Gibson. Kurt Gibson stood up, he was hurt, couldn't play in the playoffs. One pinch hit, grand slam, one to three, tips that There we go. I'm going to do it. I'm going <laughs> to knock one out of the park. What we got today, bro? We brought the top three. We brought the uh, T-Rex pizza, which is our best seller, the uh, crawfish nachos. That, that, by the way, uh, yeah. they need to outlaw that. <laughs> you know, your it's, bride, she it's that good. she's not talking about When I saw that, she said, I brought this, and I turned to her and said, don't, don't bring this kind of stuff here. And then they finished it with the eggplant wedges, so. By that's way, your favorite. That's so. one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. No, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm only eating that four times this week. Only? It is so funny to watch <laughs> these girls. You got one in the front all the time. And, and, and what I'll do is I'll walk up. Your, your restaurant's full, but I, if I'm there by myself, and she'll come around the corner and she'll smile. And I'll say, I've been waiting here 20 minutes. Where the hell you been? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you oh, she, she's on to you. She's said, on to oh, you. Yeah. I said, yeah. you better be glad Tim ain't here because I'm going to tell him <laughs> on you. But, uh, no, Tim, uh, Restaurants are doing well. Everything's everything's moving along pretty good. Summertime, how's that for y'all? What, what's the big thing tra- for y'all tra- in the summer? Traditionally, the J months, you know, May is amazing because you have Mother's Day graduation. <clears throat> and then, you know, Memorial Day comes around that weekend. Last weekend was not real strong. It never is. But J months normally aren't strong for retail, but we're doing good. We're doing good. People are back in Florida now. Uh, well, they're back and some going. Yeah. And that, that's what you have in yeah, the summer. You, 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 you got baseball going on. Little league, uh, so so you know a lot of teams coming in soccer. Uh, uh, you know eh. we got a little celebration too. Yeah, somebody's birthday today. Who's that? Oh, my dad. Yeah, yeah, Indeed. yeah. The man that cranked the man, it up, brother. The, the, yeah, the OG. That's right. Yeah, it is his birthday. Yep. Oh, I stayed up and made made him a cake last night. So. A scratch? Spice cake. Uh, yeah, that old yeah, Tanya yeah. over there. My right. Wife, my wife's all about that scratch cake. When it's your birthday? We, we, had, like we had to keep in between. I bought it at so so. Now, now we got Dino's folks, and everybody knows two great locations. We got Bertrand right down the road. We also on College Saloon, but, but Prejean's and, and and I can say Prejean's anywhere in the state of Louisiana, and people would know it because it's been around. But right. not only have y'all updated and, and took what was good and added what y'all want the Metcalf touch, I call people. Right. But y'all also added a second location in, in Bruce Hart. We sure did. We sure did. 
It's on Morgan. It's right off of Highway 90. Real easy to find. But you, you, take but the you Morgan also exit. have done something like you did with Dino's. I tell people all the time, go look at the menu, but it's always a special. If you right. don't, And the specials are really unique if you try them. Absolutely. Okay, but the same Absolutely. thing at, at Prairie Jones. Y'all are doing some lunch stuff like that as well. We're doing lunch specials. We're doing uh, weekend specials, and we have our brunch specials. We tried those last week, if you remember. So. Yeah, by the way, I'm mad. I <clears> really? I went back really to scale, good. The scale <laughs> next day had me <laughs> three pounds, Oof. and I was trying to figure out why. Tim McCann. Well, you, you, crushed, <laughs> you crushed those brunch specials pretty good. So, no, yeah. it was all really, really good. All right. Still taking big groups when they can come and they can Absolutely. come through. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, deliver, pick up. They can order. Uh, you got mm-hmm. drive-through windows. Now, let me make sure it's right. You got a drive-through window. It's just in Broussard. Just, uh, just in the Broussard location. Yeah, so you, yeah. you're not you're not. That's the one. It. No, we don't we don't man it during uh, not crawfish season at Karen. Okay. No, yeah. I, that's why I wanted yeah. people to know that. But, but you can you can call. We'll we'll bring it out to you. We'll do curbside. Yeah, and by the way, uh, you got uh, people that go to the, the Dinos as well. You can go. Uh, you got a place you can go curbside. get in and pick up real quick. Correct. Separate entrances, real easy to pick up, real convenient, in and out real fast. So. One time, I, I didn't know how that worked, so I pulled up in curbside one time. Just sat there and sat there and sat there. After an hour and a half, I figured, <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> that was, you saw, hey, does no. it, if I really did that, I did. Does it sound like I could be Speaker of the House at that <laughs> <room>? <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> can I not be the Senate president? <laughs> You, you could be in Washington, D.C. You could be Pelosi. Absolutely. If they're passing bills, they don't know what's in it. Dinospizza.com, Prejones.com. Make sure you check them out. These people are great. They do a great job, and they're great community people as well. We'll take a break. Be right back. is out of control. Louisiana's education system failing our kids and our economy, one of the worst. We need a new direction. We need Jeff Landry as governor, a former police officer, Army National Guardsman, Sheriff's Deputy, and our Louisiana Attorney General. Jeff Landry has a proven record of fighting crime. A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms, endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana. Our next governor... Jeff Landry. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy everybody that I've sent there and really enjoy the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that sauce and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Holland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. 
Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, hey, check them out. If you hit it that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. Attention. Welcome back to the Grafard Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. By the way, it is a Matthew uh, James, a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. By the way, anybody knows Shake Snyder, he is welcome to come on here as much as he wants. I got a million questions for him. And him and Blank Page can both come on, and I'll be as nice as any, like Tweety Bird. All I want y'all to do is let them come on. Let's talk about all this stuff, but they won't. I was told by the Shakes now to people. That ain't, I asked him to come on. It ain't never going to happen. Okay? I'm just, I'm just telling you, they are welcome. I want to see somebody that voted for this budget. Bogus Bo Boye, come on. Come on, Bogus. I want you to tell me how great he was voting for the speaker. And you tell me what the speaker deal was good. Anyway, let's go to our next guest. Representative Blake Miguez, who wants to be a senator, and we need him in the Senate seat. Big time to go against the good old boy network. Blake, how you doing, man? Good morning, Moon. How you doing this morning? Well, you know, Blake, yesterday I, I, I fished a little tournament at Henderson. Didn't do real well. Lightning kind of popped us out the way. But uh, I started getting my phone start blowing up, and I was going, oh, my God, what happened? And it was about 6 o'clock, and uh, – you got to explain. Now, I'm going to play a piece while you hear of you, Brandon, if you don't mind pulling that. While you hear, I want to play you guys trying to talk to the speaker and him just being disrespectful. But you give me your opinion of what happened yesterday. But what 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 was the problem? Why wouldn't they be honest and upfront with you? Well, between 5.30 and 5.40, and, and keep in mind, the session has to end at 6 p.m., so about 20 to 25 minutes out. The speaker pro in the chairs and says, look, we're going to have some, um, basically the, the bills on your computer, the uh, conference committee reports here in a few minutes. So we open it up and I start looking at 560, which is a supplemental bill. And then Zarain goes to the floor about a minute or two later, starts offering bills. And they come up probably the conference reports probably within five minutes before the bills are offered. So we start asking um, questions on House Bill 1, a lot of great questions. I had my bus button pushed to ask the question. Then the speaker comes up with some type of, he interprets the three-minute rule saying that the body only has 10 minutes to ask questions. And we need to go back and look at that one because I don't know if that's completely accurate. And I don't get an opportunity to ask the question. So Raymond Cruz goes down to the floor and starts talking about his concerns with the bill. So I want to ask him a question. He doesn't allow me to ask a question. Um, he gets it gets progressively worse as we move on through the budget bills. Members are objecting. He's suspending rules without recognizing members on their motions not taking their lockout um, requests. Basically, it looks like he's just dominated the process. I mean, it was really shameful to the legislative process, and it really tears away at the fabric of our democracy and the Constitutional Republic. I mean, the Speaker disrespected the House of Representatives and each one of those members and the people they represent. When you serve in the legislature, your vote's very important. I know you talk about voting records all the time. But the most important thing that a legislator has is his voice. He is the voice, and particularly the House of Representatives, of 45,000 people back home. So when the Speaker decides not to recognize one of these conservative Republican women who are, are trying to 
and, uh, and speak about their objection on a bill or trying to ask a question, he's silencing the voice of 45,000 people. It's exactly what he did yesterday. I can't see how any of it's illegal. I know once it went through and I, I couldn't get any questions, I couldn't get recognized for any questions. I couldn't get recognized for the floor. Um, I stood up and finally got a point of order and I had some pretty strong things to say to him. Um, he's not, he didn't follow the rules of the house and, and I pretty much said it very clearly, Mr. Speaker, no one is above the rules of the house, not even yourself. And he just blew me off. I mean, he just basically wanted to jam these spending bills through with little to no debate. And it was very disappointing to watch. The Speaker Pro Tem go down there. He recognized him to the floor. We all had our butt buttons pushed. Recognized him first to make a. He would basically go to the floor and say, "I'm against this bill," and then walk off. And then within five seconds, he recognized the next guy. He'd go up and say, "I called a question." To go to straight to a vote. It was like they had it all planned out. They wanted to limit debate. They wanted to silence the voices of all these, all of our constituents back home, because we know the truth. Um, yeah, we have an idea of a lot of the stuff that's in the big, the big ticket items in these bills, but they didn't want us asking questions about all their pork belly projects and about all these conservative Republican women who they went through their districts and they just gutted all their projects. I really, this leadership team has been extremely tough on conservative Republican women. So if you're a Republican women out there, a lady, and you are listening to this program, and one of your representatives, Polly Thomas, or Beryl Amity, or Julie Emerson, or Kathy Edmiston, or Dodie Horton, who are strong conservative leaders, I want you to stand up and speak up and call the Speaker of this office and tell him that you don't appreciate your voice being silenced. Because he was really tough. That whole leadership team was really tough on these Republican women. And it's just unacceptable in the process, and it's disheartening. And I've never seen on members' face so much embarrassment in that chamber as it went through yesterday. Um, Moon is just as hey, Brandon, let's it's, do it's this. very disheartening. Brandon, let's, I mean, uh, Brandon, let's do this first. I want to come back and play exactly what happened yesterday with you trying to ask questions among other people. Okay, let's do that first. Let, let, okay, it's only about a minute or two, I think. Right? Here we go. Here it is. I'm in the process of getting things up. Just a minute. You'll get a point of order. It's coming. Your order. Hello, Mr. Speaker. We've got members that are that are asking for lockouts and making motions on the floor. I know you're hearing them. Why are you not taking them up? They're they're calling the order. They're no, they're making they're making point of orders and they're asking for lockouts and those things and they generally get taken. Why are you taking them? Just voted on the lockout. Are you breaking the house rules right now? I am not. Are you sure? Yeah. They call for you. They call for a lockout. You unlock the machine out. Mr. Speaker, you have to follow the rules of the house. Nobody's above the rules of the house, not including yourself. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, that's good. All right, uh, Blake. That was Blake. But Blake, we had a lot of people in the background trying to get through too, and uh, so that process is you sitting there questioning the man. He he re- he really don't care. He don't care about those women you mentioned. He don't care about you. He don't care about anybody. He just cares about getting something through and not being questioned. How dare you question a man of such high integrity? That's all he cared about was just jamming those bills through. And look, for me to get recognized in that point of order, I had to speak very loudly yeah. and almost yell to get recognized, which is, which is, it's just, it's nonsense. I heard members behind me asking for point of orders. I heard members screaming the words, this is shameful, this is unconstitutional. I called for a lockout vote. I want to speak on the bill. I had a question for the speaker as well. 
and he just didn't recognize anybody that was conservative, and he just recognized people on his own team because they had a pre-plan that he didn't want any debate on these bills. And I have to have, a, have to ask the question, what did he have to hide? Well, in the next few days, we're probably going to find out they had a lot to hide, a lot of pork belly projects in his district. But you just don't conduct the order of the House of Representatives that way. We have House rules for a reason. Every member has a voice in the process, whether we agree with them or not. And you really have to question the legality of these budget bills that were passed. If the House, if the House rules were broken, is this a legal bill through the process? Because, like I said, it it was shameful. It was embarrassing. I mean, it's I'm lost for words, man. I, you had to be there to witness that. I've never seen anything in the House of Representatives like I saw in those last 20 minutes of the budget debate. Well, you've been you've been there eight years now. You you've seen this. This that, according to the people I talked to earlier on this program. They, they've been there a while. They've never seen anything like this. Julie Emerson, look, I know Julie. Julie gets upset, but she don't get that upset. She was livid. For her, she was mad as and, you know what. And to, to top it off, I get home, and I, I've been in session for the last two months. I'm just starting to read my, my mail, and I, I received a letter from the speaker just a week ago. It's Clay Shakespeare, Secretary of State. I mean, the letter says, while my time as a speaker is quickly coming to an end, I know you, how much I value our collective partnership. For those without opponents in the upcoming session to run an effective campaign for election of this magnitude, I'm requesting a contribution of a thousand or more to help me wow. get out my message to the great people of our state. Wow. As session ends, I hope to see many of you on the campaign trail and reach out and engage with you in your district as we travel and build trust among your constituents. But if you can't build trust amongst me and the other members and your silence and our voices, how do you deserve to be our Secretary of State? Our Secretary of State, election integrity is actually one of the things we're good at in Louisiana. I mean, where there's room for improvement, but if he can't do his job as a Speaker of the House, why would I elect him as a Secretary of State? It's shameful. I mean, why send this out one week before the end of the session? Is this, do we have to give to him in order to get our projects funded? Is that why he cut members' bills out? Uh, the good point. Great question. Look, let me take a break. I'm going to keep you around because I want to play – what he said about the amendments. I played it for everybody and get your response on it. Also, I know they had to go threaten you and the people behind you uh, because they've done that to a lot of people through the senators. And uh, Anyway, his name is Blake Miguez. He's representing one of the 19. And by the way, I don't know why it's hard to find the conservatives in the uh, House. There's 105. There's only 19 of them. They ought to stick out big time to know who's conservative. That ought to be easy. We'll take a break. Be right back. Do you remember recess? Our children may not, because our kids are busy learning how to take a standardized test. One size fits all. That's what teachers must teach, the LEAP test. So it's hard to get kids onto the playground to learn citizenship, responsibility, and character. These things can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief. Experts know kids do better when you let them be kids, but our experts don't. They make teachers teach a test. Meanwhile, we're 2,500 teachers short because we don't pay them or let them do their jobs. So pay them, let them do their jobs. While we're at it, let's provide farm fresh food to kids at school. Our farms have an abundance. Our kids need the nutrition and our schools already make meals. My name is Hunter Lundy. I paid for this ad because I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian, a conservative, and an independent. Exercise, life skills, teachers who teach, and farm fresh food. Why not? Hi, 
I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today. Let's talk auction. 337-824-0422. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. Games across Acadiana. Acadiana's ultimate scavenger hunt is a fundraiser for Miles Perrette Cancer Services. Activities started up last week and continue through June 17th. All the activities are free and loads of fun for the entire family. You are competing for points with a variety of activities. 50 prizes to be awarded, including a grand prize of $10,000. Get the details at milesperrette.org slash GAA. Hey, you young folks and adults alike, there are swimming pools under Lafayette Consolidated Government. The Martin Luther King Pool will be open this summer on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. There's also a swimming pool at the Robichaux Recreation Center on Eras Landry Road in Lafayette. If you have questions about uh, times and the rules for the swimming pools, call 311 and ask about LCG's swimming pools. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at matthewjames.com. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. Still waiting for somebody that said they want to come on and voted for the budget and let them come tell us that uh, what Clay Shakes not have said was LSD did everything right. Waiting on a bogus Boye. Maybe he'll come on. Uh, Blake Miguez, represent Blake Miguez, my special guest. Blake, let me play. And if you, and I know you couldn't listen to all of it, but I got a response from everybody on here today of Clay Shakes not at a press conference. Claiming that you guys had all the time in the world to read these amendments and read about the bill, and shame on y'all if y'all didn't listen to this. Hold up. Here we go. How things went down in the final minutes was placed on the speaker. If they didn't know what was in those bills, shame on them for not being able to show up to committee and be able to look at those bills. When it came to the amendments, they said they didn't have time to look at any of those. Yeah, they were posted. Blake? Yeah, they were posted about five, two to five minutes before they actually heard the, the bills and we were not allowed to ask questions. That is, that is a joke. I cannot believe he actually responded with that. There was no time for these members to review the details of these amendments. 
what he did was he put himself and his lieutenants on the conference committee where they were the only ones knowing the entire time to the last 48 hours of what was going to get put in these bills. And we were at uh, folks like myself having to go to other people just to try to hear what may be in the bill. So I had an idea of some of the larger ticket items. But when these bills came to the floor, not only did they not give us enough time to compare four different documents to see what was actually in the, the new amendments or the new deletions, um, they didn't always ask questions. They waited for questions. They did floor motions to stop debate on the bills. They didn't take up uh, half of our objections, half of our lockouts, none of very minimal of our point of orders. They just ramrodded these bills through. I can't believe he would say that. It's just. Is it a lie? Just call it, it what it is. It sounds like a lie to me. It's not the truth, Moon. I can tell you that. It's a damn lie, like CB says. It's, uh, I, you know, Blake, it's a shame that. It always goes to the end, and that's how they. But it's set up to go to the end because it jams good people. The nineteen, including yourself, that really stood up and been standing up for the last four years or eight years. How long y'all been there? And we keep getting beat by our colleagues in the Republican Party. We can blame Edwards all we want to. I mean, he's a woke. I mean, he's got, the guys are doofless. But the Republicans are the ones that are hurting us, and that's a shame because every Republican we got nineteen out of ninety-eight with the House and Senate. Okay, 19. And that means we got 79 that ran on. I guarantee they ran on the same platform that Blake Miguez ran on. And yet, when it came to voting, they act different. And so that's our problem. And they, well, you don't well, elect people like Shakes Snyder. That's why he walked across and well, cut Moon, a deal with the Democrats. That's why. Well, well, Moon, obviously yesterday under his leadership, the House floor was a disaster. It was a disservice to the people of Louisiana. Republican women, the legislators were treated horribly. Um, our constituents' voices were silenced, and we were, very, we were very frustrated, as you can tell myself and other members coming on the show. But I will tell you the silver lining to the story. There was a group. At one time, there was 36. I think it got reduced down to 19. But let's call it a group of fiscal hawks. Um, I was a member of that group, Representative Brett Guyman, Raymond Cruz, Larry Freeman, Alan Seaball, just to name a few that took a stand last year and started pointing out a lot of the problems that we have in our state budget. And we met around the state and we planned and we worked through the appropriations process. We got an amazing budget out of uh, the House floor initially, something that we could be very proud of, a minimal growth of reoccurring growth, I think of less than 0.6%, paid down um, a lot of retirement debt, gave teachers a pay raise, paid for um, supplemental pay for police officers, did a lot of great things. And then we got into this battle. But look, at the, at the end, I'll tell you, for the little bit of information I did get from Representative Zarang before we voted on the bill, some of those high-ticket high items that we wanted, like paying down debt, we paid down $691 million of retirement debt. We were able to give teachers a pay raise. We were able to pay supplemental pay for police officers. Um, we were able to cut LDH $100 million, on, which is a small amount of their budget to pay for things like ports and road transfers and road preservation and capital outlay savings accounts. Um, we don't have all the information on, on the rate of growth in the bill because I couldn't get that out of the, the chairman because I didn't want anybody to ask questions. But I can tell you that although this budget is far from being perfect, it's a lot better than what it could have be because of these fiscal hawks or these budget hawks that met. Because of these 36 and 19 that held out to as long as they could hold out, and I know there's a lot of other legislators making fun of these fiscal hawks, but we did have some wins and we did change the process. And under a Republican governor and under a supermajority in the legislature and under when these you know failed leaders like Shake Snyder are gone, 
we will continue to institute this this fiscal reform and we will get a better product for the taxpayers back home. We can use this frustration as a learning moment that we don't need to elect weak speakers, that we need to elect true conservatives. The people back home get a voice at the ballot box on October 14th. I hope they'll vote for me because I've been a strong conservative and I've stood up for them. But I hope that across this state they'll do the same. And I particularly hope that they elect a Republican conservative governor and we can clean out all this abuse, corruption, and fraud and move this state forward for the people of the Louisiana, our children, and make Louisiana a place that we can all be proud to call home. That's all we want, Moon. That's let our me, agenda. Let me, we uh, want to keep our kids here in Louisiana. Let me, let me play what Edward says. I think y'all can use this in a, uh, in a, in a soundbite, because Edward said basically social conservative, fiscal conservative, they're all the same. They ain't but 19 of them. And I thought, wow, that's coming from, from Motormouth himself. Listen to Governor Bell Edwards. So you're, there's a, a distinction you're making between the social conservatives and the fiscal conservatives. They're the same. They're the same. They're the same. They're, they're the same people. There's only 19 of them down there, Tyler. That's that's what's sad. He's right though. You look at this vote. It was only 19. 19. But Moon, there's actually more than 19. There was 19 that were willing to stand strong and take the bullet for their for their constituents. But I can tell you that more than 19 in my in my Republican delegation, we're not, I, I agree, they're not all conservative, but there are some that have been misled, that have been that. threatened, have been abused. That. And under the right Speaker of the House and the right President of the Senate, under a true Republican conservative governor, they can really come out and blossom and do really great hey, things Blake, for the state of Louisiana and work you. towards a common goal. Let me stop you. I hope you're right. Because every time we got to have a vote, it seems like we lose because of the, some of the Republicans. I hope you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, I'm hoping you're right. I want to see it happen, though. I want to really, and you're right, though. Well, Moon, the, 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 speaker, first thing, the, speaker, the first thing we got to do. The speaker yeah, well, got to move people. The first thing we got to do is stand up for our, our ladies in the chamber. There's no reason our Republican women legislators should be getting abused and threatened like they are. We talked about Julie Emerson earlier. That she is, she's more intelligent than the entire leadership team in the House. There's no reason why she should be getting abused amongst a list of other Republican women. That's why I'm telling you, listeners out there, if you're a Republican lady listening on this phone, you should not stand for it. You should get behind these ladies and give them the confidence and empower behind them and call the speaker and let them know what you think about them. Because there's no reason that these members should have had their district projects cut. They're great conservative Republican women. These are the kind of people we need in leadership next year. Yeah, we need. We just gonna have to have a bunch more. Just uh, real quick, Brett, uh, uh, Blake, Blake Miguez, uh, the threats that come back from home from senators and people calling from back home. I, I, those people don't understand. They they call y'all. They tell you to get mad at y'all, and really they ought to be proud of y'all, not get mad at y'all. Well, the issue is that if we keep doing what all the local um, good old boys want us to do. What's going to end up at the end of the day are higher taxes for the people, the hardworking people of Louisiana, or the other opportunity, or the other option, which is cutting higher than health care. What they're looking to do is spend all the money on the way out so they can leave the next governor, which they're thinking is going to be Jeff Landry, and they don't really care for his conservatism too much, trying to make him a failed governor. But the potential of John Bell Edwards coming back in four years? I mean, do we really want to go through another four years of John Bell Edwards? I want a conservative Republican governor to be successful. All the decisions that I made in this session were to set up the next legislature and the next governor for success. 
Because at the end of the day, it's really not about us. It's like I said, Moon, it's about the people back home. It's about our future. Louisiana's greatest asset is our children. If they move to another state, we lose our assets. We need to make sure they can raise our grandkids here. They can work good paying jobs right here in Louisiana. And it hadn't worked for us with the old political good old boy process in Baton Rouge for the last 50 years. It's not going to work going forward. We need real change in Louisiana. I'm proud of the 19 who stood up. I'm proud of the conservatives who helped with the fiscal hawks to reform this budget process. We are making progress. It's slower than we'd like, but we are making progress. And if the voters would just elect conservatives to the governorship and the, the Senate and the House, right. we can make this state a place we Gotta can go. all be proud of. Got to go. Blake Miguez, thank you. All right, folks, wrap up these two hours. Moongraphon.com, listen live, another hour to go. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.